I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing Michael Caine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. the date today the 11 yeah it doesn't add up one one, four, one, one four four we got some double numbers happening here <laughs> welcome to the show welcome to kyle mocha won't shut up here on the houseboat tommy lee jones on youtube or if you're listening in yeah. the future on itunes via stitcher or anything like that gotta stop saying itunes it's not a real thing anymore it's, it's not, not supported it's, it's i'm gonna not. become the old man in 40 years who's still saying ah, i was on the itunes and I, uh, it was good it was good well uh joining me here as always in the well, now you're in an upstairs chair. Oh, yeah. oh now yeah, you're downstairs. Yeah, okay, down. there you are. Mr. Hey. Justin Olimpedo. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good. That's good. Having a good day so far? Uh, we yeah. We haven't really had too much, like, any technical issues really today as far as the show goes. The houseboat needs some work. Yeah, the houseboat's having some houseboat's having some trouble. We have, yeah. we have, we're having water problems yeah. on the houseboat. Luckily, we're too on the much ocean. Water. Too much water. Too much water. And now we're taking water. Yeah. So we're just going to slowly sink. The houseboat Someone save us, please, for $5 a day. You can $5 save us. $5 a day per person. That's really just two of you. So that's only 10 bucks. all right? I don't really live here. I just sit on this couch. I just sit on this couch and I never leave. I've never left this couch. No one's ever seen me anywhere else. Uh, well, Zach is finishing up the song. I think I heard the sound of a toilet closing, which means he's almost done. And we are going to be uh, discussing more in depth a little bit later, but we are joined by a very special guest tonight. Mm -hmm. We have Mrs. Amy Lee McMahon in the house. How you doing, Amy? I'm doing very well. Wonderful. Do you like, I always call you Amy, do you like Amy Lee or Amy? Is it? That's a good question, you know. I feel like everyone gets to just choose and mm -hmm. I'm cool with it. 
It so. leaves your middle name and you just go by all all three. Yeah. Like it's an got a good author flow. or something. It does. Amy yeah. McMahon, cool. Amy Lee McMahon, you separate yourself from all the other Amy McMahons in the world. For sure. Which I'm sure there's a lot. I have a weird name and there's literally nobody else in the world with my name. I've Googled, searched <laughs> so many times. For an Irish first name with a Czechoslovakian last name, there's not that that many. Yeah. Um, and especially with the spelling and the pronunciation, I'm sure a lot of mochas, when they came over, it was Musha or something like that. I'm sure they went farther away than just changing the pronunciation of it. Sure. Um, but hey, hey. It's kind of Otherwise, cool, though. I mean, I kind of created a whole new identity, too, by, like, yeah. Flower. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your Instagram handle, yeah, right? So yeah, so I'm very well known as Amy Lee Flower, too, so I roll with Ooh, it. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Justin, do you have any weird nicknames that, that you have? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Hoost. Asshole? Yeah. I don't know. For a little while, people were calling me Houston. Houston? Oh, we called you Sus for a while. Sus for a while, Sus yeah. was a nickname for yeah. a little bit. I had, uh, in high school, you can do, like, your little blurb in your senior yearbook, and you can write... Uh, like what you were involved in, what your nicknames were, all of that. Mine were, uh, I think it was like Mochaccino, Hey You, and That Guy were the nicknames <laughs> I put in there. Because no one, I mean, people just called me Mocha or they called me Kyle or some people would go Mochaccino, but that was self-inflicted because that was my AOL screen name um, for good old AIM. Yeah, I miss Abe's Abe's where sometimes. it was at. Yeah. I miss it. I miss him. All right, we got some chit-chat happening over here in the live chat yeah. we got matt Perez joining us it's my my brother-in-law yo hey brother how you doing <laughs> i got my other brother in here saying let's go bernie go we bernie. got somebody saying right on and uh james, uh james always watching the primary coverage and this and he, he's not sober, he's not enough. sober enough for that's either. good i think it's so a welcome. good combo switch back and welcome. forth from the primaries yeah. we don't really ever do anything political on here we don't really talk politics too much but i did see right before we went live that andrew yang has officially dropped out of the race so, Yang Gang, uh, I don't no know, more. I don't even know what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, who knows? It's I don't know. It's like do you, you can get involved early on, but then everybody's going to make the decisions for you, and then you're just like, hey, you got this person or this yeah. person. And really, anything we do isn't doesn't seem to ever affect much. And a lot of weird, shady things happen. And speaking of a lot of weird, shady, shady things, things yeah. I hear one a-coming. <laughs> He's rolling around the bend. I ain't seen the sunshine since Tuesday. Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I know. I like. I showed my ass to the sky today. The sky gods. The sky gods got your ass. Bust this ass. Oh, bust this ass. Now, we are all here. We are all finally here and ready to go. So it is finally time to introduce Mr. Zachary. Dormant. How did the rest of the song go? Dude, these are foamy bitches. These are really fucking foamy. Yeah, I'm all foamed oh, up. All foamed up. <laughs> all right, all foamed up. Well, while so we get all foamed uh, up. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Okay. While we're getting all foamed up, let's just jump right into what are we drinking this week? Hit it, Justin. We drink it so you don't have to. Rub you in in the morning to the bathroom. Oh, righty. Well, that, 
gets me. That gets me every yeah. single time. Now, every week we like to choose a, a beer to pace ourselves with and then a beer to potentially ruin Paste our yourself with. Pace <laughs> us and paste us. So today our pacing beer is Molson Golden Premium Beer. Beer de qualité, as it says. That's my French accent, if you, mm. didn't, if you couldn't tell by the perfect pronunciation. Especially brewed for the unique flavor of an ale and a lager. And tastes like extra gold. I was going to say, Justin put it perfectly before. It tastes like less shitty extra gold, uh-huh. uh, but not that much less there shitty. There was one on my desk, and yeah. it got warm, and it's bad. Oh, Even yeah. by my standards, <laughs> yeah. it's bad. Yeah, well, that's why I'm really excited about having a couple sitting out for the entire show. It's going to be really good by the end of it. Yeah. It's going to be great. But while we're sipping on these, the more important beer of the evening, Justin, show them in the upstairs cam, or the big cam now. We have Dos Equis, Cerveza Double X Dos Equis, Mexican Pale Ale. It is made with citrus hops and a hint of heat. And a hint of, of heat. heat. Hint of heat, yeah. A hint of heat. So I'm going to give this guy a little popper open. Zach, you got some on the table in front of you there for you to give a try. Yeah, I'm trying to chug this before I forget about it. You're not going to be. Oh, Just by smell alone, it, it smells good. Did I hit you? It smells good. Did I hit you with the bottle? No, cap. I don't think so. All right, I don't know. It smells these, like beer. I don't even know if these are twist offs or not. Sm- I don't no, try Dos Equis. I don't think they should be. Mm-hmm. Smells like beer. It smells like beer. It's oh yeah, I get the uh, <laughs> I get the citrusy thing in there. You don't drink. She's no. a non-drinker, which yeah. is the first time for us to have somebody that is going to sit here and be able to recount how stupid we get by the end of the show. <laughs> Very entertaining. Oh yeah. Uh, well, wow. this might be uh, a good thing you're missing out on. It might be a bad thing you're missing out on, but. Not a thing. Let's give it a try. The guest is not ever allowed to drink new (laughs) trends starting right now. I'm a trendsetter. I'm not a fan, really. Oh my. No. No, immediately. It's bad. It's bad. (laughs) I don't know the last time I had a regular Dos Equis. Yeah, I'm not not a fan. I I think it might need more heat. Um, Whatever the citrus is. Like, I feel like you just dropped lime and maybe like a, a, I, a you gotta take shot. A, you have to take a good swig. On the, on the bottle? The best part he's about look, the whole he's bottle. He's mad. Look at him. He's, like, he's angry that he's... <laughs> All right, so what you have to do, oh, you have to take a nice swig beer. to get the heat. And it a settles, nice swig to get the heat? And it settles in the back of your throat. It's like cayenne pepper. And then it foams because you're stupid. <laughs> That's for the ASMR fans at home. Yeah. Oh man! Oh yeah! This one's for the other kind of fans. <laughs> That's a visual and an audio gag. If you listen very closely, very closely. All right, so we're drinking these beers. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't think you should waste your time. <laughs> is this don't the drink first it. one we've just all three immediately hated? Okay, the spice is hanging. I'm enjoying the spice after effect more than the beer taste at all. This can give me heartburn. This is definitely going to be heartburn. I think this is going to be one of those times where I, I don't finish it um, until later uh, when I run out of beer over here. And I go, oh, shit, I need a beer. So, uh, well, if, oh, be shit, you I need a beer. The sink in the morning. Yeah, probably. If you're, oh, shit, I need a beer, and this is the only beer you can <laughs> drink. Maybe go Amy's round. Don't drink. Just yeah. don't drink. It's, it's probably better for you than drinking maybe, this. Maybe, s- maybe sit on it for a minute, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll sit on I it for a little bit. I both these beers sucked tonight. You guys fucked up. Yeah, we did. 
We actually, we have shitty. actually done it. We've done it. We've, We've been trying it. since the beginning to buy beer that we hate, and we just always started seem to with like hoop everything. And we're like, damn, this hoop yeah. tea is gonna be terrible. Hoop and we're like, oh, this is and fucking the hoop tea great. was amazing. It came in a bag and had a little spigot on it. And it was fucking wet delicious. I did put paper towels over here after the first uh, incident. Yeah, it's, it's mad, super... Daddy, I'm mad. He's mad, Daddy. Mad. And we've got things to talk about. Let's jump into what's happening in the world. Hit it, Justin. What's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening in the world? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening in the world? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening in the world? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? All right, so what is going on in the world? You know, in the world of entertainment and film, everybody likes to pat themselves on the back. So every year, there are hundreds of award shows, it seems, every single year. And this weekend, we had the the granddaddy of them all, the Oscars. I believe it was the 92nd Oscars were eight years away from the 100-year mark. 92, motherfucker! Oh, 92! Now, uh, I don't really care to talk about what happened at the Oscars. I don't really care to talk about who won or anything like that, although there were some really good wins. Give it to Joaquin Phoenix and yeah. Brad Pitt. Congratulations. I feel, like, I feel like everybody cool. that was nominated should have won. Yeah. You know it was a mean? good year for nominations across it the was. board. Not if you were a female director, though. It was a bad year because they just completely ignored all of them. Yeah. But the one thing that is not being ignored in any way oh, is yeah, Brie Larson. Now, if you can get the picture I'm ignoring it all second. the time. Whoa. I didn't even hear about this. You didn't hear about this me. at all? Yeah, me Now, uh, Brie Larson, is she's she's Captain America. That's where most people you no, know, know her she's from. She's Captain Marvel. I'm oh, sorry, Captain Marvel, not Captain America. I'd Captain be Marvel. sick if she was she Captain was, Oh, yeah, that'd be really good. Uh, but she's Captain Marvel. She I first uh, was introduced to her on the TV show Community. And um, she is just a, a, a gorgeous specimen. She's just beautiful. And we will show you a picture of what she looked like when she went to the Oscars this uh, past Sunday. Yeah. And this is the outfit that she was wearing. All right. She looks gorgeous. She looks beautiful. She had a, you know, I think she had to do one or two presentations, something like that. But then this is the picture that is taking over the world right here. Her toes. Everybody is freaking out. Now, they're weird-looking yeah. toes. They're not good at all. I would never yeah, wear an yeah, open-toed yeah. shoes let me, in, let me with do those this feet. Justice here. Let's do it a little yeah. bit of justice and get people a real up-close look there at... There guys go. All right. right it doesn't look like you. a manicure can fix them at all. If you showed me those feet and asked me who they belong to, I would never in a million years guess Brie Larson. Mm. I would think they're me, like, more than Brie Larson, because they kind of look like my toes. And, like, I don't have nice toes, so I have no room to speak here. But... Everyone's all like up in arms and freaking out, and it reminds me of the up in arms. So about about her toes. This, I don't even like her, and this poor woman. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just looks like she's just, she has a longer toe. She has and one she longer has toe, a, and she's got a bulbousy uh, yeah, uh, hammer toe. toe. Hammer toe, yeah. Hammer toe. But and I mean, you know what? But I mean, like, it just looks like her foot is stuffed into it. Yeah. Oh, get definitely. on GoDaddy and get me Brie Larson Hammer Toe dot <laughs> 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 it. You got it. <laughs> We don't have that by the end of the show, Justin. We're all fired. Uh, okay. All right, so everyone's up in arms never. about this, and I, I don't get it. Uh, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. It's, it's a weird-looking foot. 
But do you, do any of you... Uh, have weird feet? You want to see them? No, no, I know you got weird feet. <laughs> my, no, my feet uh, are great looking. No, mine are really bad. That's why I'm just self-conscious. Uh, but do any of you, uh, have you ever seen a, a person that you're like, God damn, they're they gorgeous. And then all of a sudden they just had like one little thing and you're like, oh, never getting past that. Never Like like kids? Uh, kids. Kids is a good one. Kids is a good one. Oh, you're uh, so beautiful. Are you, you're that? talking about like something physical? Like a, a physical, like they've got like a, a one longer arm than the other or like uh, one kind of snaggle tooth. But everything else, I think teeth is a is big thing. Is it somebody thing. that you like Yeah, just know, a, a or celebrity. Just like the other example oh, I thought of was Megan maybe. Fox. Um, yeah, James O'Head that. introduced me to this years ago that uh, Megan Fox uh, is a, a beautiful woman, but she has toe thumbs. Her mm. thumbs are just a little bit Tiny, shorter. Yeah. And it's a little weird, but I wouldn't, you know... Toe thumb. I mean, I don't think so. Throw her to the like curb it. because of toe thumbs. I want thumbs. a threesome with toe thumb and hammer toe. <laughs> toe thumb, hammer toe. That's not your nickname at the end of the show. Did you did you read that comic? It's like Thor, but different. (laughs) She got cast in the wrong role. In the wrong fucking role. I just want to say I just forgot she was real until you brought that up. Okay. Megan Fox. She disappeared. CGI'd. She isn't real. Half of her is CGI'd at least. Yeah. Yeah. I never uh, saw that movie. Her I don't think I've seen any movie she's ever been in. Really? You didn't, you didn't watch Captain Marvel? Marvel? Captain Marvel oh, is actually it's really, really good. good. It yeah. is really good. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, but what else it. was she ever in? Uh, the Room, not yeah, the room, it's room, weird. not yeah. the room, room. Yeah. That was like the big one that put her on the map, and then and then yeah, I, I met her it, through Community, like as, mm-hmm. as a think, fan. Do you think she would have gotten less hate if she didn't come community. out publicly before the Captain Marvel came out and made comments? Eh, I don't know. I think people are going to hate. They're yeah. going to hate. Uh, but when it comes to her toes, I mean, it's just a natural thing. That's not thing why that I she... don't like her either. Yeah, I know. I get that. I get that. But is there anybody I mean, that you've ever had anything that you're just like, fuck, with. that's terrible and I can't I can't handle it? Is there anything no, in your life? So. Are you that shallow? Is anybody that shallow? I feel the opposite. I kind yeah. of like that she has those feet. Right? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen the movie? Empowering. Have you ever seen the movie She's Out of My human. League? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think she's gorgeous. In the in the movie She's Out of My League, the character is like a you know little thin little schleppy dude and he winds up dating this gorgeous Shepi? woman and <laughs> he finds out that she isn't quote unquote perfect when he calls her perfect and she has webbed feet and like that's like mm. her thing it's like she's perfect except for webbed feet and he's like oh really webbed toes oh look at me I got webbed toes I would yeah I, I, that, yeah, I would think that that would be cool. I wish I had a way toes. better swimmer you're <laughs> yeah, a that's why swimmer. you're better at swimming such a better swimmer yeah now no, the, the, the other thing that can, uh, that <laughs> you said I think it's hot alright webbed feet alright can I get them surgically implanted can I hey, get if there's them? anybody in the chat with webbed feet now's the time to whip out your webbed feet don't talk to that lady over there <laughs> Uh, All right, I'm now. sure you can get that surgically put on. Probably, probably you yeah. can do a lot of. You can just buy flippers too. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I'm actually. In the what do you think about a guy there. that walks around in flippers? Is that? Yeah, is I that... think I'd be into it. I All like right, yeah. hell yeah, Scuba Steve, you got a chance. <laughs> Steve. All right, the other thing that happened at the Oscars was there was a surprise performance by Eminem. Um, it was not advertised. It was not announced until he literally curtain opened. What's his new thing? And yeah. totally. But he performed Lose Yourself. Yeah, I heard about it. And everybody, including like Adina Menzel and fucking uh, Martin Scorsese, they cut to them in the audience just kind of going like, like, why is this (laughs) happening now? Like, 
it's just weird. He won an Oscar like 17 years ago for Lose Yourself. He was never able to perform at the concert, and it was one of the only songs that won that wasn't performed live in concert at the Oscars. So it might be him going like, hey, thank you for uh, giving me that Oscar 17 years later. Here's my performance. Also, uh, his new album is Music to Get Murdered to. Yeah. yeah. He probably wouldn't have done one of those songs I live I would have loved to. Yeah. But probably he just not. did a hit. No yeah. one else is paying attention to Eminem besides hip hop fans. Yeah, I mean, I guess and it's acceptable though. He yeah. played the song that he won. Yeah, and he played the song he won. I'm not complaining about it, him having performed. It just seemed kind of out of left field. Like, why the hell is this happening? Well, here from what and now? it sounds like, from what you were saying, people thought it was terrible. People didn't know what was going on. Well, he had a backing track, so it sounds like it was like so sort of thrown was together. Able to like you know like take a breath and stop rapping for a couple seconds, and the backing track was still going, and then he was kind of more accenting everything. But then it was really fun to watch all the people like bobbing around, and you would just get to like <laughs> different groups of people, and everyone just be standing still, and just be like three people like that know those song, like getting really into it. And then when they cut to people who thought they knew the words, and they're just like loose. I don't know this part of the song. Why'd you cut to me here? Um, but yeah, do you? But think did you hear the people talking that didn't know that song very well? And they thought he was talking about coronavirus. Oh, my God. And this God. where he says, knees are weak, arms are heady, vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti. No, <laughs> they thought it was about yeah, coronavirus. Yeah, I heard they were talking on the radio today that people who, just stupid people, I guess, were like, oh, he was, he was talking about the coronavirus, that he has the coronavirus. Now, do you think that the coronavirus tastes better than the Mexican pale ale from Dos Equis? Uh, I mean, as as someone who's had the swine flu, yes, not SARS, not SARS, but, uh, not against it. You're not against. It. <laughs> I think uh, this probably tastes better than that. Than, than the coronavirus? coronavirus, yeah, it tastes better than Corona. I'll give it that. But Corona doesn't really taste like anything uh, unless you put lime in it. Yeah, Rich is saying the reactions were real, mi- real mixed. Martin mm-hmm. Scorsese looked like he wanted to die. Well, he should he die already at some point. Yeah, <laughs> well, he'll, he'll be asleep for forever soon enough. All right, Scorsese. Gotta be almost eighty. He's got. He put out a movie in like seventy-two, so like he's going on fifty years ago. He put out a movie. So yeah, mid seventies into his eighties. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Seventies were fifty years ago. Nineteen seventy was fifty years ago. Nineteen ninety was thirty years ago, which is extra weird for me because you know I can remember that year. It's terrifying. Yeah. So terrifying. All right. Well, last week, guys, we uh, played a song from Sweet Nest off their new split EP, Bearings. Uh, that is a split with a fire with friends, and this week we are going to be playing the song "White Owl" from A Fire with Friends. Uh, you can check them out at Fire with Friends, uh, Fire with Friends PA. Check them out on Instagram. Songs are available on Spotify, and you can find them also on Facebook. So, without any further delay, let's jump right into our first musical break of the evening. Here is "White Owl" from A Fire with Friends. See you guys in a few minutes. Enjoy.
There you go. Once again, that is White Owl from yeah. the Whoops. Split EP. Barry. So we're getting they a little tease. We're they getting a tease of something else. Mm. Tease me, daddies. That. But again, White Owl from A Fire With Friends. And yeah, Rich in the chat, uh, he's saying that he, he uh, <coughs> heard of them like 10 years ago. Saw them 10 years ago. I believe it is the same band, same people. Yeah. Um, and Zach also pointed out White Owl. Nice name. Yeah. Someone's rolling owls. something. Someone's rolling something. You think it was great? Oh, I always get the grape. Grape is the better one. It is the better one. Uh, to smoke as a cigar. Yes. That's what we were doing with oh, that. I eat them. Oh, that's why the grape's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cherry's just imitation. Uh, All right, so every week here on uh, Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, we like to write, record, mix, and master a brand new song from scratch, starting around like 5, 6 o'clock. The last couple of weeks, this is our fourth installment in our album, The Epitome of Definition, that we've been doing for the last few weeks. It is all math rock-based and Zach uh, is the mastermind behind the, the, the plan and the execution of it all. So, Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit about this week's song? Because it's weird as fuck. Yeah. This week we got all of the points that I was trying to get. Okay. Um, in the required listening. Is that a good thing? Did you, If song? you listen to all the required listening songs, yeah, no, I did. this song does a little bit of all those songs, I think. We've... Yeah. Now, final product. I mean, you obviously don't listen to it all the way through. We don't listen to it all the way through until we are live. You were still working on it until we went live. Um, do you think it's a comprehensive song? Because it, it seemed very all over the place at certain points, and then I started adding vocals, and it was like it a... It took different shapes at one point. Yeah. When there was a specific riff that came up, I we're like, oh, okay. If the mixing, if my uh, eight-minute mixing mastering job... <laughs> Is decent, yeah. then it is a comprehensive song. All right, good. If I have um, overlooked something somewhere and there's just like a jump out in volume or tone of something that doesn't Those belong, are the risks that we run. Then uh, I feel like know. it's the it's the problem is the mix, not the composition okay. in this one. Now, I, th- I feel like the composition you got, you're is checking, strong. You're now, checking up going on this on one, the, Rich? Uh, com- uh, the composition of it, the song is called Vanished. Mm-hmm. Um, again, each week we're picking a word and kind of defining it or exploring it uh, in-depthly. Um, vanished. Now, musically, you kind of did something where, where you, you vanished parts of what would be the riff to make it sound like it wasn't a, 
a different time signature or time change is happening, but there's actually no time change. There's no time the change song. technically, and there's no. Last week we had twenty three. This week we have zero. But I mean, so, if you really wanted, there are tons mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. But it's like I'm pulling things out. You are literally vanishing parts of the yeah, song. Yeah, just like cutting that out and making that part shorter. Yeah. Um. To in the verse, it's more apparent. Yeah. Now I mean, the basis of the song is still pretty much in four four. Now Justin, as far as the uh, drumming side of things, it seemed to be kind of I don't want to say it was a breeze, but it seemed to be pretty pretty well, easy day for you. Yeah, I just went and had fun. Yeah. Like instead of being like you know worrying about fucking numbers and where it needs to be. Yeah. Just going off feel. Hell yeah. You know, and just that's, having that's fun your, with it. That's your Instead sweet spot. Of, like, like just trying feel. trying not to uh, be stiff on the click and yeah. getting away from that. And you ever been stiff on a click, Zach? I've been yeah, stiff they, on a click. Before. I've been clicking on a stiff. You've clicked on a stiffy. We know. You've clicked on a stiffy. Uh, now, lyrically, since the song is called Vanished, Zach sent me an article about a phenomenon that I had never uh, heard about. Uh, that disappeared in Japan. It's apparently a big uh, cultural phenomenon that has happened at two different periods, once right after World War II, and then again from like the late 80s, early 90s. The until financial like the, crash the of Japan yeah. in 89. Yeah, all oh, right, right. So they had their financial crash in 89. Uh, so basically the idea behind the disappeared, it was people that felt that they had brought uh, dishonor or shame um, to their family, and seeing that uh, family and honor is a huge part of the Japanese culture, they take what they see as the honorable way out and they just disappear themselves where sure. they just basically they don't pack their bags they don't do anything they just like Up the one the, guy literally gone. got dressed to go to work went to the train and was never seen ever again but you're saying that same dude was going to work getting dressed going to work yeah, sitting pretending outside for like work, two weeks that he was going to work three hours yeah. later waiting and pretending yeah. that he was at the bar yeah, with his dude, boss trying to be all fucking... normal and then finally just in his eyes got off the courage to to disappear himself and there are thousands like hundreds of thousands of people that have disappeared so you called the song vanished you sent me that some do go to that forest some Some, go to the forest some go to the forest and some go to weird culture or weird little like cities that don't exist was more was about the the cities that don't exist there's these basic slums that these people uh the Japanese that decide that they are not honoring their family will just go to these slums and live and they'll be used for like very cheap labor and stuff like that. But to them, that was the smarter way out. That was the, to don't bring shame sure. on the family. So lyrically, I went with that approach. So the whole idea of vanishing, uh, being disappeared, all of that is is kind of at the heart of this song. Um, but I'm coming up with the uh, lyrics, and Zach goes, "But it's also our Valentine's Day song." Yeah. And I went, "Okay, so like, uh, like basically, I fucked up, but I love you type of thing." And he was like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Okay." So that that's where we went. Uh, what did we wind up at time wise on this uh, song? Let's see, four or something, I think. Four twenty one. Four twenty one. I thought it was going to be way longer. Yeah, I definitely thought this was like a seven minute song. I thought this was going to be a longer yeah. one. So four minutes twenty one suck uh, suckins. 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 Well, Rich, Rich said four four because thirteen eight does not pay the bills. Yeah. Listen to the intro and uh, the bridge in this, Rich. It's technically in. Uh, 916 and then a measure of 716 but that combined really makes it 4-4 yeah Mm. it's interesting it's weird we hope you enjoy it so without any further delay who who is that so deep bro so deep bro oh I don't know who that is Benny Benny maybe Ben I'm not sure Benny Jiff Ben Jiffy is that Ben Benny Fi I have no idea 
Either way, let's spend less time worrying about these weirdos in the chat and more time listening to music we made, all right? Mm. Okay, so here it is. This is Vanished off the epitome of definition. We'll see you guys in four minutes and 20-something seconds. Blaze it. Blaze it!
ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our next guest on Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. special guest now on the main cam for all of you to see mrs amy lee mcmahon how are you doing darling i'm doing very well wonderful wonderful now quick little background for everybody uh amy and i worked together i was like oh <laughs> nine to 2011 i don't know how long yeah. you were there i was at garfield's we worked at garfield's in the stroud mall in the Beautiful Sprout right <laughs> um, And it was a, like a Tex-Mex restaurant that then went really Mexican and then shut down. It was a weird, um, weird. Yeah, it was a weird place. It was a very, so it, I always called it Perkins with a bar. Like, because we yeah. just had, like, you could get what you could get at Perkins. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff was really good. Like, we, like, handmade our chicken tenders to order and stuff like that. Like, and it was waffle better. Fries. Waffle fries were phenomenal. Oh, in the morning? Oh. I'm making waffle <laughs> fries. <laughs> <laughs> I <thought that> out. <laughs> so, Good yeah. stuff. Uh, so, we, we worked there. Um, was I a manager when yeah, I was there? Yeah, you were okay. my boss. So, I was your boss. Oh, you God. were a server. Um, I worked at Bonton, too. You worked at Bonton as well. That's right. Yeah, this That's is like right. 2010, 2011. Okay, so, so yeah, long, so we were. Many moons. Yeah, but a decade ago, literally a decade ago. And we have probably not seen each other, I want to say, in like eight years. Yeah. Like about that. Around the time, because I went on uh, Facebook Messenger to shoot you a message to see if you were interested in coming on. And I looked, and the last time I had messaged you or something, you had like I forgot what we were we were talking about like you know, like meeting up or like getting drinks or doing something and it was like I think 2013 so it had probably been at least a year since we had actually seen each other and I don't think we ever did that so about eight yeah. years and then funny enough yesterday or the day before I get a reminder on my Facebook like a memories thing and it's you posting me posting to me yo what's good with that apron because <laughs> you used to never have an apron for work yes. and you'd always like oh, it was dirty as hell so you always needed an apron so I always like had an apron stashed somewhere and had one and I was like I'm not working right now I don't and so it's literally just a conversation between you and I about you needing an apron, and it ends with me going, five bucks, just pay for a new apron. It's five dollars. Which I probably them. didn't no, do. No, no, you didn't make much money at Garfield. Dude, I Nobody remember did. the most I would, I would work like 13 hours, and I think the most I made was like $55. Yeah. It was I, insane. I remember the, like, a, a month or two into working, they were like, hey, like a bunch of people just like quit or like a fire or something. We need you to work a double Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sundays were the worst because kids ate for free, right? So yeah. it was... Sounds fun. Most places you go with every adult, you get a kid meal free, or every two adults, you get a kid meal free. We were morons there, and it was every one adult got two kids meals for free. It was actual hell. It was so bad because people would come in, we had that backyard barbecue burger that was like $8. $8. And they would and get it for free? Four people would come in with eight kids yeah. and they would spend $32 on the burger they would get waters and that was it and so you have a 12 top with a 30 something dollar bill and make yeah. four dollars and they would tip you accordingly <laughs> to what their bill was not what That's would terrible. have been it was it, was it taught me a lot about life honestly yeah. that was like 
That was an intense stage. It of was life. crazy. And then, yeah, I was managing, and then I wound up leaving and, and going <laughs> to uh, the melting pot, and then they wound up shutting down. Yeah, I um, left too. And we probably ran into each other out in the We are live. <laughs> And it looks like it's the same street. Okay, All right, cool. I'm back at it. Let, let me let me do it. Let me just do a quick check okay. on, on the Facebook. Back see. at it, like a crack addict. Are we what? <laughs> what? We're trying to make sure that this uh, this show can continue. Yeah, it looks like we're good. It okay, looks like cool. we are good. All right. Thanks for so. Well, we have zero <laughs> viewers again. Uh, either way, we'll either they, way. they will come back. We'll figure it out. We're yeah. going to figure it out. It's all good. Uh, all right. Um, so uh, to <sighs> really just jump right back into it, we will edit for the podcast. We'll have to splice this guy together. Um, so a uh, big change happened in your life. You, uh, as I was going to say, in a religious way, you found yoga. You, yeah. you found yoga. Um, what was your first introduction to yoga? How did you... Uh, like start just doing it routinely and then how did it build to where where you have it now where it is a large large part of your life and we're back cool so I actually started practicing yoga age 14 oh really yeah and that's what's so cool about the work that I do now is I started as a freshman um, and really the intent of practicing yoga like it was before yoga was known or cool. It was like two thousand six, two thousand five. Yeah. yeah, like LA and New York, there were yogas. Yeah, like but it studios. was like it was yeah. like a, a vibe, but like not yeah. many people. Like yeah. it wasn't a really a thing. You so. were obviously a dirty hippie if you were doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. And so I had like an chakras. undercover relationship with yoga actually because I would go party with my friends like as a teenager. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, but at home I was actually doing yoga. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. So I. I was gifted for my 14th birthday a yoga mat with intention to like lose weight and become more healthy and less okay. stress, less anxiety. Um, and That's then, a lot to put on a 14 year old. But it was a blessing because was I was I'm rooted in trauma as we all are yeah. fucked up childhoods, right? Sure, like yeah. yeah, like our entire foundation. So for me, it really was a blessing, you know, because I was a really dark. I was in a really dark space as a teenager. Um, Were you kind of gothic? Were you a little on the gothic? Yeah, side? it was definitely gothic. Was I it loved, seen at that point? Or I don't was know. It I was gothic? like My Chemical Romance, yeah. like crying in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hawthorne Heights, Ohio. Oh for lovers. yes, Ohio oh. is for lovers. Nikki FM, bro. Yeah. You Nikki FM? Somebody show me some new rap or like Juice World or something. Pow was showing me this. All right. He's like, Yo, what do you think? I pause the video. I turn around. I'm like. This is the same shit as Hawthorne Heights was when I was a teenager, dude. This is not cool. It was man. really yeah. good stuff to sit around and just like, w- like wallow in self pity. Yeah, too. that's exactly my oh whole. My that was the yeah. whole thing until yeah. you know. And then I started practicing yoga, but um, yeah, I quickly I just started to feel really good, and then so I would just do it here and there, um, and then it wasn't until I was like twenty one, um, where I like actually had my first like real yoga experience. Okay. Because prior for those six years, I was just like doing like a DVD. Okay. Um, or YouTube, like meditation was coming out, but um. I had the opportunity to go to Kripalu, which is it's kind of like the Harvard of yoga. It's in the Berkshires of Massachusetts. Ooh, Berkshires, nice area. Yeah, that it is, was oh. it was a VIP. So actually, that was like my twenty first birthday gift. Was, Very cool. Was going there, um, and is that like a full like? What's the program like going there? Yeah, so it's a whole retreat center. Um, so they have ongoing programs. I had the opportunity um, to go for like an R and R, which is like. You just like can take yoga classes. You can just like eat. You can just like go to the spa. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, and so, and then I, I was gifted um, some books by Ram Dass. Hell yeah, Ram yeah. Dass, yeah. Yeah, but like, again, like back like 2011. Said, I lived in the it woods wasn't... with hippies, I know Ram yeah, Dass. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I just. I, I don't know where I'm. I Ram Dass? Oh, I'm going to have to introduce you to Ram Dass. <laughs> yeah, he's just, a... like a spiritual guru who yeah. started like really with um, like back through Harvard, like studying LSD. Oh, and man. then like shifted like shifted <laughs> the entire it. culture of yeah. like yeah. of what spirituality yeah. means so I mean I had the opportunity to do that so yeah that was really transformative but this was happening while I was working at Garfield very cool so yeah, I was like battling two worlds or yeah. like living two lives I mean you were definitely the, the, the Phoebe of the, the workforce <laughs> at that point like to put it in a crude wow. way yeah. um, well no because to, again to the girl in. couldn't remember an apron um, yeah. because she was she was just so head I was with herself so and she didn't bliss. need to and then I just like remember being and like I would just go and I, I remember like my breaking point I remember like when I quit Garfield's because the movie theater had just opened and like yeah. I served these teens and they like tipped me like or they shorted me like 25 cents and I was like actually fuck this like yeah. I'm so yeah. done like yeah. what am I doing and why am I doing it for not so fucking long worth it. yeah nope. no it was not and um yeah so so then I left and then I got a better serving job and then that started paying like big money and I was like okay this is nice um but yeah so then I started so yeah so fast forward a little bit more time opportunity to work in New York City follow like a pursuit of fashion still have my yoga practice um but I felt really you know isolated I didn't feel like I was connecting and I was like this doesn't feel this doesn't feel like something that I'm meant to do so I would jog like 30 blocks to kind of just like release all this tension because I started at this restaurant with like the really like toxic kind of people who like basically would like shit on you um, Restaurant so, life, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. literally shit on you, but not the fun kind. <laughs> yeah, they're not. You. They're not inviting you over to shit on yeah, you. Yeah, this they're is just not. Yeah, this you. is yeah. like yeah. So um, it was. I was like in Rockefeller Center. It was like five p.m. and there was literally millions of people coming at me. And I just paused and I looked all around and like a light bulb went off and was like, you have to teach these people yoga. And I never thought about like teaching yoga before that. And I was like all right, fuck it, I guess I'm moving back to the Poconos and pursuing it. So I ended up going to Kapala for a teacher training all in scholarship. Um, yeah, and then I became a yoga teacher. And then we didn't really have yoga happening in the Poconos. So I, I kind of just like put like a hustle mode on. Um, and very quickly I connected with um, the Dansbury Community Center. I was with Yoga House Stroudsburg. I was with some gyms. Um, and then I had an opportunity to teach children, okay. which terrified me. Because yeah, no I had. That is a scary children are thought. terrifying when, And I was never around a child, honest. really. Yeah. Are no. you are you an only child? Do you have any siblings? Like, I'm the baby. I'm you're the baby, sister. so you never had to deal with somebody younger than you yeah. other than in school in that situation. Yeah, I remember I, when I was going to Northampton for that one semester I did uh, for, I was going to be a teacher that I had to do an in-class <laughs> study for, uh, like I was like like shadowing a math class. And I sat in the classroom, and I'm, like, watching the teacher who I had in, like, sixth grade or seventh grade deal with all these kids. And I was like, oh, these are, they're terrible. They're terrifying. Like, they're, they're, like I don't, and then immediately I was like, yeah, this is a waste of money. I'm not, I'm not going to pursue this. This yeah. is bad. Yeah. So you got into teaching kids. What was your first experience with, with uh, yoga? Uh, the kids were ages like four and five. Oh. Yeah, so this is, yeah, the specific, a lot of the work I do is that young. Um, I was at a daycare in Marshalls Creek. And I was so scared. I was more terrified to do that than, like, teach adults. And I was like, fuck, like, I don't know. What, are they going to receive it? 
but they received it so well and you know they lit up and I felt really good um and to like just see children meditating and then that they were actually listening and well being very well behaved for me more so than their teacher and I was like "Hmm, this is nice um and so yeah so I started following suit and then I had an opportunity. I reached out to the superintendent at Chipperfield. It just started like kind of a domino effect. And yeah. I was like, actually, you know, like this is a niche that we need to like that there could be a successful market and yeah. opportunity to really share. So, um, yeah, that was about four years ago. And as of now, I created an organization called Shanti Students. I'm partnered with 24 schools in the Poconos. Damn. Yeah. That's cool. I go in, I work, and I train. And is this just you? Is this you? You yeah. are your solo operation. You've yeah. built it all yourself. You've gotten it to where it is now. And uh, what has been the reception from a lot of, like, the teachers in the schools? And, and have you heard anybody saying... Uh, I mean, obviously people are going to be negative, but have you had any really good positive uh, feedback from either teachers about students or teachers about themselves? Real quick from, before you answer that, you. yes, Rich has a statement saying meditation should be taught to kids for real. It yeah, should. it is. I work with about 250 kids a week. Damn. Ages. Today I taught 45 kids, ages 2 through 5. That all one room, all one big shot, like uh-huh. in the gymnasium, everybody set up... Um, and like they all have yoga mats and everything like that, or well, do the, you the just school I do went it to on today. like the mats, like the gym mats? Yeah, it's different everywhere I go, which is what I love. I don't like consistency, so I want to yeah. like kind of be thrown in it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's oh, it's always a little different, and some so. Going off of what you had asked about the positive, yeah, yeah, yeah the positive feedback, yeah. completely positive. I've actually had zero to like maybe one negative. Besides that, I've had green light. Heck yeah. Yeah, so it is like, been... Like a, you going to, to a, an organization or a school and they're like, no. Yeah, I've actually had none. I had never been shut down. The thing that was, like, the most tricky is finding funding. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we, we have community sponsors. We're really pulling in. And, and, you know, a good amount of the stuff I've done is volunteer. Really just moving through, like, the intention of holding that space. And then yeah. the universe kind of gifts me in other ways with abundance. So... Yeah, so I work. So I've worked already now with about four thousand students, and some of them, you know, four years. So I started at age two. Now they're six. So they've had cool. working with me every week. A two-year-old. Oh my! I, I got nieces yeah. and nephews, and oh my! A, a two, getting a two-year-old to just like yeah. sit, like you can't do that. For like thirty minutes, they'll sit for me. That's so crazy. I know. If they call me the Pied Piper, which is like, <laughs> like I, I'm like, I'll take it. But Good yeah, and bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll take you wherever. I'm stealing these children. Yeah. Come to my yoga world. Yeah. Aw, no. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it's a, such a great life. You're like that, a... like... You couldn't have been the child whisperer. You had to be the Pied Piper. Oh, that's You're going to be like a supervillain eventually, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> eventually your hair's going to go all black. You're going to have one white strip in. Yeah, you'll have a, an army of child soldiers that you've taught to meditate since they were two. That are all just like concentrated on your evil goal. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like sharing love. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's such an evil goal. Why would you do that? Oh my gosh. Um, so you're saying uh, a lot of positive reception. Yeah. Um, have you had like any any kids that were a challenge that like it took like one of those I got to reach this kid that you really yeah. had to like struggle to get to, or have have most of them been receptive to it? Well, so you know, I really think it, it starts with how I approach it. Mm-hmm. So if I go in with kind of resistance or like, especially of course, like there's gonna be some kids that are like looking at their phone or yeah. like rolling their eyes. So I think if I react. 
then it like manifests that then it just like creates like this difficult energy yeah but if i'm just like all right guys you know and then like i kind of like preach like i'm here to share this with you like this wisdom you know and you can take it or not yeah. but like i'm here just like listen to what i have to say because a lot of the work yeah i teach yoga but it's a lot of just more about mindfulness so conscious communication, positive affirmations. It's basically about how to create the life we want to live and be successful at it. Now, are you a believer, and this is something that, again, living living in the woods with, with some hippies and, and learning a lot of things that I never would have been, you know, had my, my mind opened up to, uh, the idea of, like, manifest destiny, the idea if I put in good thought into yeah. this, if I approach this idea, like, if you go in and go, this is going to fail, it's got a way yeah. better chance of failing. Sure. Um, but it, it, do you, like, I mean, obviously, I feel like meditating kind of, like, will naturally put you there if you're, at, like, you're calm and you're looking at things reasonably. Um, ha, do, do you feel like there is, like, a, you manifested a lot of the goodwill towards you by just kind of being, like, calm and peaceful and approaching <laughs> it with, with a positive outlook. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I don't disregard the struggle, like, you know, or trauma or pain or suffering because we're all humans, like, destined yeah, to, like, be sure. in that dark shit. But I think if we, like, really just strive to the success with anything we want to create, success is going to follow. Because now, you know, I'm four years into this self-employed more schools are coming every day. I'm getting emails, and it's like, and then I was on like Christmas Eve. I was the cover of Pocono Record. Yeah, I was gonna bring that yeah, up. Yeah, like which was like I had no idea That's either so cool. and that was gonna happen. And then I get all these texts, and they're like, "You're on the cover," and I'm like, "What?" That's cool. Yeah, I saw that, uh, and that was what initially I was like, "Oh shit!" Like your your shit's like really like starting <laughs> yeah, to blow like, up. Yeah. Um, and and you know that was what kind of like sparked like okay, I need to like I think I was at the I was at work. I was working at the bar, and somebody had a, a paper. And they were literally sitting there with the <laughs> so, paper open, reading it. And I'm looking at, like, the cover of the paper just going. And I did one of those things where I just took the paper from the person. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. They're like, what? I'm like, I just need the outside, like, the front page. I'm like, I'm like I know her. This is crazy. This is like, and they're like, it's a local paper. You probably like, know yeah, a lot of people. Give me the fucking paper back and yeah. pour yeah. me another drink, asshole. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I did it. I threw it away, and I and then I kicked them out. That's what I probably cool. did. Um, <laughs> get that. Get out of here. So uh, with doing yoga uh, regularly, what is regular? Are you every day? Are you uh, waking up? Is yoga the first thing you do? Is it stretching and, yeah. and getting yourself just kind of into that zen mode? And if it's every day, how many times a day? Yeah. Or does it fluctuate? Yeah, it does fluctuate. I mean, ideally the practice, um, again, like, I t like I'm like i a yoga teacher, I teach yoga, but it's really more about meditation for me. What's so cool, like the purpose of yoga is just to get the body like in and the nervous system in balance so that the mind can stop chattering. And I hear it's always like a, a lot about the breathing mm -hmm. of it, like yeah, focusing on your breath. Because, yeah. I mean, anybody that's ever looked into like a self-help book, it's just a lot of them just kind of go breathe, just yeah. breathe. Like, learn how to breathe. And for me, working in the restaurant industry for my entire adult life, it took me a long time to get to the moment where, like, you're, like, in that frenzy and everything's going to shit and you're just like, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. And as a front of house yeah, person... Take a step back. Fuck, fuck, yeah. Fuck, 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 but to be able to just to sit there and know, okay, I know that there are a thousand things <laughs> that I good. need to do right now, but I'm not going to get them done and I'm not going to get them done well if I keep up this mentality right. and then I just sit there and I'll just like literally like go to the back of house or wherever where nobody, like nobody 
uh, paying will see me, <laughs> yeah. I just stop and I literally do like a woosah, just like a. Yay! All right, all right, and I always hear like four deep breaths, yeah. like will just totally like I'm help you it. reset. And I found that? that I was like, oh, goose. Yeah. Anger <laughs> management. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever you need, right? Yeah. Like I think yeah, that's pick so your good. mantra. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, and when I was a server in my server book, I had a picture that said, "If you have time to breathe, you have time to meditate." Because inevitably, like yeah. when you're in like that Terminator mode, yeah, and shit's coming out, and you have like you don't have any control, so the kitchen's on fire, you have no control. Yeah, it's a reactionary life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were total in reaction mode there. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like being a server is what. And like having like a side practice is what created success for me because I had to like learn to like really process in the moment. Yeah. And that also goes for manifestation. Like if you know, like you start that ripple domino effect of like, <laughs> fuck the kitchen's burning down. Yep. That's how your night's gonna fold. Yeah. Because so. yeah, especially you're just gonna have that mentality of like, fuck it, like light a match, burn it all down, walk yeah. away. Like that's it's not a good way to live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or just take a couple I, deep breaths and then get a hundred dollar tip. Yeah. I just got some information that uh, I guess the Wall and Paul Pack School District does meditation and yoga for their elementary oh, as curriculum. Nice. Have you gotten that far up yeah. there in the No, Poconos? I have not. I'm actually in space well, right now. You missed out, like, apparently. I mean, I'm, I, I'm plenty full. Yeah. So I'm grateful. I'm actually, like, calling in a team. I'm writing two curriculums. Um, Very cool. Yeah. So are you are you building people to work below you now and to help yeah. help build and, and, and spread the... Yeah, to sustain. Because a lot of my work now is calling me into the city, New York City. So, um, but all of the work that I put in here, and I have so much support, so it's just about really choosing who has the intent for the... And are you doing the same thing there? Are you going to schools? Yeah, so I'm doing the schools. I'm actually, um, my work has really evolved to support families. Okay. So on the 22nd of February, I'm leading um, a one-day retreat in the city at this, like, really cool, conscious place called The Assemblage. Okay. Um, where, like, Deepak Chopra is taught. It's pretty... Hell yeah, yeah. It's Jesus. pretty renowned. I know, it's... Like, getting good um but yeah like his really daughter married a jonas <laughs> i saw that yeah yeah oh, is that Big news? That is? yeah yeah deepak chopra's yeah. daughter married blank jonas she, i guess she's an indian princess yeah i don't know if she's a princess but yeah, and the way that like a lot of like <laughs> a lot of like uh jewish american girls will call themselves a jewish american princess maybe she does that but i'm not sure yeah. but he's jewish no, 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 no. I'm saying in the way. I'm getting real confused now. Yes, yes. He's a, he's a, an Indian Jew. I think that's what he is. Yeah. Um, no, he's just another spiritual uh, uh, figure. I know who leader. he is. Okay, all right. I didn't know that was his daughter. Yeah. I remember it was like all over the internet for a while. I'm like, who is this woman? I don't know who she is. Yes. Yeah. Like you thought you like missed like 20 movies with somebody in it or like. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> She's got to be famous, a YouTuber, but I don't maybe, know who she was. Some blogger, know. yeah, yeah. No. She was born into it. She was fame. born into it. She definitely yeah. was. Um, <laughs> yeah, Deepak Chopra. Yeah, that's uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so uh, doing uh, the work and now building the team. What is like your kind of your trajectory? What do you, what are you thinking is the kind of the goal for for uh, your business and like your approach to all of this? Is it to be statewide? Is it to be uh, really just a, like it, not to use the word influencer the way people use it yeah. nowadays but like a positive influence on curriculum for schools because i mean richard said it in the chat i think everybody that had a childhood that they can remember not yeah. being always uh even if your your family life was fine just your mental you know stability yeah i mean having somebody show you 
like a short just cut something almost. to take it's, home it's, yeah because not yeah, everybody like, has somebody to go home to like yeah when i when i would get home from school i was the only kid on my block my parents were working they had the support so yeah you know i didn't see anybody so yeah. it was just like you know to to bring better knowledge from schools is a yeah. good thing yeah. I love it. Yeah, it definitely is. And so yeah, so um, really, I love the word tools. Like that's what I send the kids home. So and ideally, like I, and when I teach or teach retreats or anything, it's not like I'm the one that knows it all. It's like here, take these unlimited different types of ways. Because like even creating music is a form of meditation if you're yeah. in that flow state. Yeah. So it's like sure. really just understanding what you know what serves best, and then go home and do it, and then share it with the community. So the two curriculums I'm writing is. One specific to support teachers, then bring it into the school day, throughout the day. And then the other is a curriculum specific to train adolescents with the tools so that they can mentor and it have a ripple effect. Um, I see the work really evolving where um, now I'm getting opportunities to hold assemblies so I can work with an entire school in one shot, go through an entire day, um, and then have the people, you know, the, the team being like to do the after school program, but I'm more supporting an entire school and then the district and then working. I also, um, like I work and I train like the the nurses, the custodians, oh, the cafeteria workers, really? the admin, That's yeah, cool. the teachers. That's awesome. I do staff development, like Pocono Mount East. I went in um, in August and trained the whole, all of their teachers for the entire day. Basically how to take care of yourself, how to feel healthy and happy. And there's so much positive feedback. like. I'm telling you, I'm so grateful that like yeah, because I mean, when yeah. when somebody is giving you uh, not the answer, because that's the problem. People are always right. looking for the answer to my problems, the way to resolve everything, whether it you know is in a fucking bottle, whether it's in another yeah. person, okay. or anything like it. That's if it's in a drug, answer. like yeah, if you're no, looking yeah. for <laughs> the answer. For Zach, it's cocaine. Um, no, it's not. It's not. Poor Zach. Up, in, oh, up until about seven years ago, then he stopped and he never touched. Um, but the, uh, but yeah, like the the idea. There's this meme that I always think about that that somebody you know put together and there's all over Facebook one one week. Uh, and it was imagine that you're uh, playing a video game. Your life is a video game. And somebody else that is either, you know, taking a different path in that video game or has played the whole video game is able to kind of give you, like, hints at shit and be like, yo, man, mm-hmm. you might want to listen to me. I went through the game already, yeah. and yeah. this is a good way for you to beat this level. But and as a kid, you, you, you always go, fuck you, yeah, I know better. I know better. <laughs> I want to, so that's yeah. what I'm 13 and I'm kids. smarter than yeah. everyone yep. else. Yep. Right. No, oh, what's so idiot. cool, but it's so, so my approach though is like <laughs> I really, well that's, yeah, exactly. And like, you know, uh, that's a lot of people's experience. But for me, like I go in and I look at these kids and I remember what I was feeling. I was suffering. Yeah. These kids are suffering. Yeah. So them just saying that is really a cry out for help. So I just sit there and I'm patient and I'm present and, you know, and I'm I'm literally just sending them love and like an understanding like this life's fucking tough. And like I did, like I grew up in trauma, a lot of pain. I had suicidal tendencies, you know, I was extremely overweight. I was in, I was, I was suffering so much. And so the fact that like I, you know, transcended that, listen to me, my friends, I have the answers and, you know, and they're receptive. And I think, and I go in and I'm pretty real. Like I'm not like... (coughs) Oh, you know, like yeah. I, like I am not glorifying. Yeah, it's fucking hard. Yeah, you're not like trying to make yourself a Christ-like figure. You're going, yo, it's hard. here's yeah. a way to follow. Yeah. yeah, it worked for me. Yeah, because you know what? I mean, not everything works for every every person. Right. 
Um, maybe somebody just can't has a mental block, and it's just something. Maybe they're just you know, the their their the way that their brain chemistry works. Maybe they're not going to be able to get into this. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to be able to follow the steps that you did, but maybe they're still able to pull an idea from what you what you threw out at them. And for some people, like I find myself thinking of things like 15 years later going, oh, this person said this one thing and it always just kind of stuck in the back of my head. I didn't really know what it meant and I don't know what they meant, but now I gave it a meaning and it like it, it is helping me learn something or like develop something about myself. Um, so you're yeah you're you're teaching these kids and 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 the adults and maybe it's not for you but you can still be open-minded and find something to take home with you for for life like yeah. you're, you're giving them again the idea of it calling it a tool like that's yeah. what it is it is we should have done a yoga session we should have part two part two yeah i well, was thinking yeah, we're we talking about do doing uh coming up some some uh videos outside, outside, yeah. outside of the house so, so where we will go and like shoot something so we can definitely set up uh a segment where you teach y- us Basic poses. I would love to teach you guys. He does have a lot of really good I rad tights. I got a lot pants. of tight, awesome Star pants. Wars tights. And then you Those guys can, you know, you can give your testimony. How yeah. does it feel? Yeah. True. Definitely. Yeah. I, I find myself sometimes, like, not knowing. I, I've looked up, like, when I had, like, lower back pain yeah. or something like that. Just, like, found, like, yoga for lower back pain. And so there have been, like, spurts of my life where I've done, like, what I would call very light minor yoga. Like, mm-hmm. a, like a five or a ten minute thing three or four times a week for about like a month at a time and then I'll like pull away from it and you know life happens things get in the way blah blah animals and Greek oh here we go uh, (laughs) here we go I was waiting for it not yogurt (laughs) yoga I was waiting. I was waiting so long to pull the yogurt joke. That is the first I was I was betting that I was gonna do at least five yogurt jokes and maybe they'll still May the Schwartz be with you. It is, that's what it is. May the Schwartz be with you. Yogurt. Um but yeah, so uh what are your plans kinda like like I was saying before, like for the the you're doing the curriculum now, but like like in a bullshit interview question type of way, like five years from now, what do you hope that this becomes? Yeah, I really, um, I really know my purpose is to create a mass shift in like the education system, um, and I'm partnering with incredible people, especially like in New York, like top influencers who are bringing this like into their entire into their entire school. Hell yeah. Um, you know, and so and what's so great about this, it's all like science proven now, and it's a lot of it is like legitimately. Something from Harvard. 30 years yeah. ago, people are like, oh, this yeah, exactly. hokey bullshit. Mm-hmm. These so fucking long-haired hippie hippie types. Yeah. Exactly. And yep. now it's come full Flowers circle. Flowers and whatnot. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and yeah, cool. so I, uh, awesome. yeah, I just see... I just see me having access to travel and do like big, yeah. massive work and just yeah. like, and just working with thousands of people in a space. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we better get some VIP tickets. Well, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I feel it. And it's really, and it's cool because it's like the opportunities just keep coming and they keep becoming bigger and better. But it's really like I'm moving from my intention of like really that it has nothing to do with me or fame or success. It has to do with being with a child and seeing something click and now they feel safe and comfortable and that to me is abundance hell yeah that's, that's awesome. wonderful. Thank you. Well, Amy, I want to say thank you so much for for coming on and letting us, you know, pick your brain. Yeah, and that's cool. definitely, we are definitely going to make one of our first 
outside the uh, houseboat adventures be you teaching <laughs> yes, us how to do it. Oh it's gonna be it's gonna be funny at least. I'll say For that. Sure. It'll be funny at least. <laughs> All right. Well thank you so much. Is there okay. anything that you wanna plug? Anything coming up that you wanna let the public that might be listening know, people with kids, anything oh. like that? Um yeah, just stay tuned with Shawnee. I just partnered with Shawnee. We just planned nine t- retreats starting from March through September. All right. So every month we'll be doing a retreat, uh weekly classes, um and then likely I'll be in the school doing the work. Very so. awesome. And they get the information from Shawnee? Yeah, definitely okay. check it out. It's it's all, like, this is brand new, but, So just yeah. look up Shawnee in, and then do you want to plug your social media for anything? Yes, Amy Lee Flower. Amy Lee Flower on Instagram. You can check her out there. Well, again, thank you so much for thank joining you. us. It was really awesome to catch up. At yeah. some point, we, we could hang out and talk in not a microphone situation, <laughs> okay, cool. but I don't like to do that. Okay. Too much. All right. So thank you again to Amy. Thank again, you. Amy Lee Flower on Instagram. And as always, here's our final segment. Let me ask you a question from Let Me Ask You a Question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question from. Let me ask you a question. Gams. Yeah. I got some gams there. Oh. What's that? Is that grandma hams? That's grandma hams. That's what my legs look like. Hams made of grandma. I think that's. I got the, I got the veins and the Gams spots. KM with the ham. My grandma, I'll run your grandma any day. She's got them gam legs. Gram's got the grandma legs. Oh, grandma gram. All right, so every week we like to. Kind of do a, a shameless plug for Let Me Ask You a Question. Um, Let Me Ask You a Question is our Brother Sister Love podcast. Uh, and they, every week, uh, get together. And Anthony or, or Eric. Except for last week. Slackers. Except for last week. Hey, they put it out on Wednesday. We just didn't get to it. So we had to go with an old one. So we actually had two episodes since we were last on last week. Um, where Anthony asks a usually a ridiculous question. Or sometimes Eric. Um, the one that was put out yesterday is a question from Eric, and what I like to do is bring you that question, ask everybody here, and wrap up the show with a little bit of cross-promotion. So on yesterday's episode, the question uh, is, what guilty pleasure songs from your past or are, are or were important to you? Something that changed your life, and maybe you don't see it as a guilty pleasure now, but you did back then, or maybe it's still something that you just go, yeah, I don't really tell many people that I listen to this, <laughs> or when it comes on, you go, Oh fuck! I love this. Mm-hmm. Why do I love this? God damn it! God damn it! Yeah. I don't know what uh, Justin do you. Do you <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, talking about it earlier. Yeah. Uh, Google <laughs> Dolls, Iris, Iris, Google oh, yeah. Dolls. I mean, oh my god! Yeah, it's such a good song. That, that's a great album. I mean, <coughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, you brought that up earlier, and I said that immediately. Google Dolls, and then from that time period, I would throw in for me Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. You know, uh, some people overplay. You said you had a friend that, that, that kind of ruined it for you yeah, by yeah. just playing it nonstop. Um, but those are both bands that I was just kind of like, I don't want to let anybody know <laughs> that I'm into these bands. While I'm here at the Strength for a Reason Hardcore Basement Show, I don't want anybody to find out that I'll be going home and singing Slide to myself <laughs> yes. later on. 
the slide. We all know for me that is not a guilty pleasure. I am proud about that pleasure. Yeah, the slide. I fucking hate the Goo Goo Dolls. You hate the Goo Goo Dolls. Do you have something that you love that you think other people hate or that was a, a shame thing for you? You don't really have a lot of shame when it comes to music. You openly love it. I had at one time. One moment of shame. <laughs> Once One in my life. It shame. was when they stripped him of all his clothes, <laughs> shaved <laughs> his head, and forced him to walk through and the then, city. And then I got over it. That's yeah. Game of Thrones. Right? Oh, show. <laughs> We're getting sued. She looks just like Zach. I don't know. <laughs> What was your one time? What was your one time of shame? You know, being like 11 years old and loving Limp Bizkit, uh, girl oh, bands were not okay. Yeah. Girl yeah, you bands? Know, being 11, a Limp Bizkit fan. Being like, a Limp Bizkit fan? Limp Bizkit. Like, I don't need that girly music. And then I got the first Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's album on oh. CD. And... I was thought you were gonna go Spice Girls, but you're no, no, no. It's still I thought it was gonna be no doubt, it's still, honestly. It's still weird out. I thought it was gonna be no doubt. Oh no doubt. Weird out. No, no, no. Well, yeah, I, I, well, I did love no doubt, but I, I still felt like, oh, I should be listening to any good girl bands. And then yeah. I got that first um, Yeah Yeah's album that I like, I'm on a date with that night! Yeah. And that shit was so brutal. Oh, yeah. And album. for weeks, I was just like... Don't tell like, anybody. Like, don't, not tell anybody. Like, not Are you listening to this on loud. MP3 or are you listening to this CD? CD, what, CD. CD. So you had to hide a physical copy <laughs> yeah. of something. Yeah, no. Yeah. There is shame. Um, There's more shame when you have to physically yeah. hide something. Yeah. Like porn back in the day, you, you could just hide your porn, yeah. Yeah, and you, you had shame attached to your porn. Now, you worried your dad I got was gonna come in your room mode. and find it and be like, "What the fuck yeah. is yeah, this?" Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You don't want your friend coming over. But then my dad heard it, and he's like, "Yo, this is awesome!" <laughs> so your dad backed you up on it. Yeah, my dad backed me up that this girl band—well, this is one girl, one girl. band—but yeah. that this, but when they're the this band you, where the yeah. she's like. Yeah, this is awesome, dude. Where'd you find this? I was like, oh, it's all, it is all, all like, oh, we're good. Okay, cool. Okay, thank you, Daddy. And like, ever since I've been, I am so obsessed with like female, female singers, yeah. especially female punk shit. Then I got oh, yeah. into like Distillers, yeah, and No Doubt. You ever get into the like, Donnas? The Donnas, yeah, the Donnas. That all was those, that was a guilty those, pleasure for a while for me. A female, but you know, it was like a couple weeks where I was hiding a yeah yeah, yeah CD, and people were like, people were probably be like, does she sounds like garbage right now, yeah. like. Like, yeah, yeah you get the books because they suck. Like, fuck you. That album is so goddamn it's, it's good. Album. Hell yeah. Now, what about you, so Amy? Good. Anything growing up that you hid from your friends? Walk, like, maybe while you were in your Hawthorne Heights phase, yeah, that you didn't want anybody <laughs> to know that you loved Hello Goodbye or something along those lines? Yeah, very like that. Honestly, I, like, went a little different. Like, I love to, like, work out to, like, Ludacris. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ludacris is so awesome. So your guilty pleasure, yeah. you don't want the hippies knowing that you're listening to Luna. I, I actually would, like, I love rap too. Yeah, like yeah. anything that was just like a vibe, I just didn't. Yeah. Do you meditate to anything that seems to be odd to meditate to? Like, is there anything that just puts you in like a good spot that nobody? Black metal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like people work out and they work out to like the loudest, heaviest, yeah. so they can be like grunting and screaming and everything along with it. Is there? I mean, uh, to me, the the trope would be that you're listening to Enya while you you know, meditate. <laughs> 
Is there anything weird that you meditate towards or to, or do you just do it to silence? I honestly meditate mostly to silence, okay. but I have music playing 24-7, but, like, the guilty pleasure is some, like, hardcore rap while I'm working out. Hell yeah. And, like, some Dr. Dre, like, driving pretty fast. Hell yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Now, for me, we're going to go opposite of that <laughs> for sure, and this is now the second week in a row that I'm openly admitting to it. Now I think I just have to admit to it. Um... I've I'm learning. I I really like Maroon Five. <laughs> I really like Maroon Five. And and as uh, Alicia put it last week, they are the Bud Light of bands. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, I hate them. Okay, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, so like, all you got is Maroon no, Five. All you got is Maroon Five. It's good. The spicy dosakis of. Uh, well, and, uh, and I'll say, go back to the spicy dosakis. Uh, give it a second chance. I finished both <laughs> of them, and it doesn't foam all over you. I have not opened another one of these <laughs> because up. the foam—it's been sitting still for an hour. The nuts are wet with. Oh, <laughs> but no, Maroon Five for sure. I realized oh, is uh, is one that um, has. I've probably been mocking them for 20 years, and I remember about like 10 years ago, I heard their song from, I forget what the name of their band was before they changed it to Maroon 5, but they had a record deal in the mid-90s, <laughs> and number two. it was something like Flowers, or Sarah Flowers, or something like that, um, was the uh, was their first band's like big single, and it was a little bit more uh, alternative rock, a little bit more like the Everclear, but a slightly pop-punky feel to it. This is like 98 when they were babies. And then they broke up as Maroon 5, I think, to kind of skirt the uh, the record company that they owed money to, and then became Maroon 5, and then formed, and I would put them kind of, another thing we talked about last week, like John Mayer, where it's just kind of like, I heard them, and I was like, this, this fucking pussy shit, like, what the hell? Like, I'm over here listening to real tough things, like Big D in the kids' table. Um, this is My fucking... girlfriend's on drugs! My yeah. girlfriend, that's um, a good song. It is a good song. Oh, God. That band, um, but she I, said I'm a winner. Oh man, I forgot that was a band right now. But then looking back at it now, I'm like, I was a huge fan of Scott, and it was not a guilty pleasure. I threw that out there, like that was like my thing. I loved fucking, I loved Goldfinger, I loved Real Big Fish, Less Than Jake, Catch Twenty Two. Those bands were like yeah, my go-to. I loved it. So my guilty pleasure, you know, became, uh, unbeknownst to me this last 20 years, has been Maroon 5, and it's probably solely based on Adam Levine's voice. He has... I thought you were going to say bye. His body and his... <laughs> hey, his voice is in, encased in that beautiful, beautiful body. Um, oh, but yes. Just don't shake it on the fucking Super Bowl stage anymore. That's all I ask of you. What are you doing with them nips? We don't want to see them nips. Speaking of which, have you seen the meme of uh, when they're like family programming and it shows uh, Dancing with the Stars and then it's like Super Bowl ad and it's just like moms all pissed off. About the happy, Super Bowl? Well, happy about the Dancing with the Stars and pissed off about the Super Bowl. I saw that they were, I saw one where it was like them uh, last year, Adam Levine, moms everywhere. Like, yeah, well, there was that one too. And then last week, you know, moms everywhere dumb sluts, you know, just kind of like them being like angry at them. Stripper Bowl. Uh, Stripper Bowl, was, it, was, it was an amazing performance. Um, and then I also realized through that performance that J-Lo and Shakira are some of my... Uh, I, know I knew every words. song. I, I knew, knew every song. single I knew all song. The words. All of the words. Like, yeah, J-Lo. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this, I looked at my dad, I was like, yo, this is Wait a banger. Isn't to it? the point He's where like, I'm sitting there going is. like, waiting for tonight. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that's it. A good song. Anything that's that's got a got a nice hook to it, that's got a nice catch, uh, that's just catchy as hell. I'm going to gravitate towards. And it's weird to think that I was into the cheesiest thing in the punk world, being ska, and I was mocked by so many people for liking ska. But I was afraid to admit that I, I like something like Maroon Five. And another band that kind of pops in my head is uh, I was talking about them earlier. Keen, uh, somewhere oh only gosh, we yeah. go, or somewhere only we know. Like that album, that full album is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Somebody left a bunch of credits on the jukebox at work the other day, and I played almost the entire album. I was like, oh, I forgot about them. And I put it on. I'm like, oh yeah, I would not have told anybody that I liked Keen or Jet back in yeah. the day. Jet, like, Jet not. was good. Though. Jet was great. Like Cold Hard Bitch and and Are You Gonna Be My Girl? Cold Whatever. They're, they're, they're songs. I mean, they're the lumped in with the, like Wolf Mother for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Wolf Mother is like yep. one of those bands. Yep. Slacky sang Joan Osborne. Joan Osborne. Oh, oh yeah. dude. Joan Osborne, again, not really a guilty pleasure. I'm out. See, my dad that. loves that. Yeah. So that's when when he said that the girl singer was cool. Then I got into all the girl singers that yeah. my dad liked. My yeah, dad, you needed him to open the door for you. I love fucking Joan Osborne. Yeah. He, he, that long haired lesbian. You were saying how he, like, it was like the single, What If God Was One of Us, he likes, but he listened to that album. That album. He dude. loved that album. There was a song called Let's Just Get Naked. Damn. He loved that song. Did your mom like any of it? <laughs> my did, mom is such did a Did you ever hear that song slowly nice playing woman, from you know? the bedroom? You ever hear that song <laughs> from the bedroom? <laughs> Let's get naked. And you're just like, all right, time to put the slip knot. Yeah. Try to put on the slip knot. Putting on Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit in my room. Joan Osborne in my parents' room. That's yeah. my childhood. So you can't hear them banging against the wall. All right, okay. They listen to this program sometimes. Uh, Good for you, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I don't want to say get it in, but. I, Get it out. Get I it hope. In. I hope the next dinner you go to, your dad fucks with you and has it playing in the room. <laughs> My dad is always <laughs> fucking with me. You know he'll do that. He's going yeah. to do it, Daddy. Go for it. <laughs> go for it, Daddy. Green light. All right. Okay, guys. Well, I want to say again a big thank I you. I love you, Mom. To uh, <laughs> a big, a big thank you to Debbie um, and, and Daddy. Um, because you know, without getting let's, without them getting naked, there ain't no Zach here. So. Let's get naked. True. Not us. <laughs> Not together. Not together. That would be weird. You guys do it alone. I'll be over here doing it by myself. Um, Where am I going to be? Okay, let's I go. don't want to be there. It's right here. I don't want to be here either. All right. I'll be at work, I guess. Go to work. Go to work. Well, uh, it's 11.30 at night. Time to go to work. All right. A big thank you to uh, Fire With Friends for letting us play that single oh, again. Oh, yeah, it was red. Off of Bearings, their split EP with Sweetness, the song White Owl. Um, a big thank you again to Amy for joining us. Thank oh, you yeah. so much. Check thank her you. out. Again, just uh, look out for Shawnee. They're going to be uh, Shawnee Inn, I'm assuming, ShawneeInn.com. Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> go over there, ask for Rob Howell specifically by name, and bother him until he tells you where the yoga is happening. That's how I would find out about it. Cool. Or you can find Visit him, on him every website. day. Visit him every day. Bother the shit out of Rob. He's not that busy running the entire place. <laughs> All right, and then uh, as always, a big thank you to let me ask you a question, Muta TV, and our super super producer EJ Five Thousand for getting us out every single week, so you guys can listen to us. Stay tuned throughout the week for us to release 
different uh, parts of this episode all segmented up. Uh, again, sorry for the technical difficulties. YouTube's a bitch sometimes. Yeah. So I thought thank we were going to get Baron with free us. Clear. Yeah, you it was looking good. A bitch and it so was looking good. And then it was, oh, wow. <laughs> Which one? I have five sisters. <coughs> Should I pick? <laughs> all right, I'll pick. One of the codes. Keith. Keith. <laughs> Keith's Fuck my favorite sister. Keith. All right. So, uh, yeah, again, uh, check out Moot.TV, uh, everything from uh, the guys over there. And then, as always, big uh, thank you to Mr. Justin Olimpedo for hey, putting this all together for us. Anytime. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And last but certainly not least, the offspring of Danny and Tim, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. It. Zachary. Toe, thumb, hammer, toe. <laughs> thank you very much. Storm it. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back next week with a really awesome show where we are going to be having in studio three of the members of Steve-O and the Crippling Addiction. Oh, oh yeah. That's so that awesome. is going to be awesome. We're going to have Steve-O, uh, Jen, and our buddy Cliff Albert will be back for his third time in the houseboat, second time on... Uh, the show and the first time on camera. So. Yeah, I thought it was the uh, terrible beer. And I was oh, like, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to be doing that oh. until uh, St. Paddy's Day. Thank God. Tease that for St. <laughs> Paddy's Day. Oh, We're going to be drinking man. some seven-year-old beer, so stay tuned for that. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, get ready. <laughs> get ready. They're going to be bad. i got about ten seven-year-old beers. i got to go buy beers. diapers. Yeah, you're not... <laughs> We're not supposed to actually drink them. We're going to sip them and spit them because I think you might die. Yeah. You might get I'm coronavirus drinking. from that corona. <laughs> we knew you, you were going to. What are you, yeah. fucking weak? Yeah, what are you weak? <laughs> I am weak. I am weak. How and would you go fucking, uh, I will see all of you Bill next Jamie week. Bill Jamie's with some yoga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. But yeah, next so week, Steve and the Crippling Addictions will be Hi. back. And then we've got one more episode after that before we take our six-week break. So make sure you're staying tuned. Six-week break? Uh, I'm sorry, a two-week two week break, break before our next six episodes. Um, I didn't tell you we were going to take six weeks we're off. We're taking six that. weeks. Uh, but our two-week break uh, <laughs> coming up in March. So, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. Big thank you to Amy, Muta TV, mm-hmm. Fire with Friends. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thanks we will see you next time. Yeah. Go All right. fuck yourselves. <laughs> Here's our closing song to play us out, as always. The best song we've ever in written. In the universe. Ah, <laughs> look at that belly. Look at that belly. Mood.tv. Get in there. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the feet.